Ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and doers, seekers of purpose and fulfillment, welcome to Passion on Purpose, the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you. I'm your host, Steph Hilfer, and I'm beyond thrilled you're here. Passion on Purpose features leaders, experts, and sometimes me on center stage. We put the spotlight on visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, experts, and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm, and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice, and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. Today's episode is an expert episode, which means I have an expert that is coming to you to truly give you some tips, some wisdom, some value that I know whether you are an entrepreneur, a successful business owner, you are a budding entrepreneur, or you are just looking for connection and community, you're an individual in your own career and you're just yearning for more, Mandy is going to be the person to listen to, to get some wisdom all around that. So I'm so excited. Our expert today is Mandy Shell. She is the founder of the Pacific Northwest Women's Network. She also is a plethora of so many other things, right? Mom, wife, all friend, so many things she's got going on. But today we're focusing on her strengths in community building. So what I want you guys to stick around for, this is the, the rough agenda that we're going to try to get through with our time together. Um, we are going to focus on, first and foremost, what is a successful community, right? As a, as a founder and magical woman who's running this large network, um, understanding what a successful network is, what it looks like, how it feels, how it's going for the Pacific Northwest Women's Network today is going to be super insightful. So successful community. Then I want to talk about connection. How does connection come into play when you're talking about community building? And then through that connection, I want to talk about partnership right? You're always, uh, wherever you're at, whether you're, like I said, entrepreneur or personal, how many times have you been told to partner with, you know, co-market or partner with other businesses, right? But what does that look like? And what does that mean? And how do we co-benefit from that? So partnership. And then I want to talk about what I think anyone who's ever tried to do any sort of eventing, luncheons, webinars, conferences, um, free Zoom meetings, right? Um, how do you sell those out? How do you get bodies in the room, bodies to show up and be engaged? And Mandy truly does a phenomenal job at that. So stick around. I know I put that at the end intentionally. So stick around <laughs> so that you can get some of the things that she has learned that works well for her. And then at the end, I want to make sure you guys have a good idea on how you can get in the room with the same spirit, energy, like-mindedness of Mandy today, later and later. Well, yeah, later. Yeah. It's yeah. next year. Yeah, I know, which really is only a few months away. I know. It's crazy. 
So thank you, Mandy, so much for being here. I know that was a really long, like, no, I, I love it. Thank you. Like, I'm like, oh, who is this lady? I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> so thank you for making me sound amazing. I appreciate it. You truly are. Whenever I've talked to you uh, in a less formal sense, I've always shared that from the moment I met you, you have this innate skill of cultivating like-minded individuals for with with such great intention and like uh, like I said like-mindedness and they and the women in the room just exude the same energy that you exude. And so I want to talk first and foremost about that, you know, successful community building. What is that and how how does a community look like for you today? Well, I think I'll start with that, you know, like-mindedness, how are those type of people all coming to one place is I think I have just authentically tried to put out there what I myself want and then looking for and need. And that's what gets that those right people in the room, that, that type of energy, because I'm just saying, well, this is what I would like. This is the type of room I would want to be in. And, you know, those type of people tend to then come to my events because they want the same thing. Um, what makes a community successful, in my opinion, is that the things that I'm creating, the rooms, the events that I'm hosting, the community is successful because what I am curating is of value and benefit to those attending and they walk away knowing more than when they came, um, forming connections that they didn't have before, which will add value to their personal or professional life. That to me is what signifies success. Um, it's not how many people were in the room. It's not how much revenue did you generate. It's that type of value that they're walking out with either knowledge or a partnership um, or some sort of collaboration. That's the true currency. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when you set out to, you know, I doubt that one day you were like, hmm, you know what? I want to build a community. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think many people who are in community building really yeah. do. What was the trigger point for you when you were like, hmm, something's got to start? Okay. And this is what I want it to look like. Yeah. Um, well, this this is definitely going to be a longer answer. So we'll, we'll go back a little bit, um, you know. COVID happened, uh, all of that. I was, you know, at home from my, my day job and, um, 2021 came around and, and I just had that inkling that I wanted to do something different, but I didn't know what that looked like. Um, I'd been in state government for 16 plus years and, um, but I'd never had this type of feeling before where like that was no longer serving me. And so, I saw um, a conference uh, pop up down in Arizona and a personal development conference. And I'm like, I've never done anything like that before. I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to, I wanted to try to say like, yes to more things. Right. Um, Cause I'm like, well, I can't do different if, you know, do something different career wise if I'm not putting myself in different situations. Mm -hmm. So I bought a ticket to that conference and it really kind of started the wheels um, in my head thinking like, wow, this is amazing, but why do I have to travel to another state to kind of get this type of benefit? Um, so I, right before I went to the conference in, um, in August of, well, that, yeah, 2022, 
um, I was thinking like, okay, I need, we need something like this back home. I was thinking of all my entrepreneur friends and all of that. And I was like, you know, I'm traveling to this other state, but what if we had something like this at home? I know that my bestest friends that are all entrepreneurs would really benefit from something like this. And so I went to the conference and I already had in my head, like, I'm, I'm going to do something like this at home. Like, cause I was so excited about what I was going to get. Cause prior to going to attending the conference, I was listening to the podcasts. I was, you know, delving into the social media of those doing things like this, building these communities. And so I really had that momentum, you know, energy wise and desire wise to do it. And so when I came back, I was like, oh yeah, I can just, you know, put together an event. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. And so that's really where it came from. So I, I, it just stemmed again from something that I felt an innate, you know, yearning and desire to learn more and do something different. And so I just created what I needed because when I came back, I was like, well, I want to do something different career wise, but I don't know how, I don't know what that looks like. And so I just said, well, I need to learn from others that are already doing it, you know, doing entrepreneurship so I can figure out maybe what I want to do. And so I just created these rooms to meet the women that I needed to meet to try to figure out what type of thing would I want to do if it wasn't state government. And lo and behold, now I'm out here when people are like, what do you do? I'm like, I do this. I, uh, you know, have a community. I have events. Um, this is my business. Yeah. yeah. You're a connector. Yeah. And I think we, when we first met and when we first talked and when we first connected, you know, you really, it, it shined through that your purpose is to be a connector. And I think, you know, to our second point of what is community building and how do we be successful in it, I wanted to touch on, you know, like, I know that these things come innate to a lot of people, but if they don't, what are some of the things that we need to be hearing, the listeners need to think about and have top of mind when it comes to why we're connecting what is connection how do we connect who are we connecting with like can you touch on that who that's that's big i think the first thing when i think of connection um for me is i've always been a listener and an observer um to those that are around me and so i'm hearing what do they need what is their problem that they need solved um and then I know I don't know everything and I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to find the person that does. And so my first key to connection is listening to the person and then going, okay, who do I know that can help them? Who has that answer for them? And that to me is I, I love nothing better than when I'm able to connect to the person with the problem with the person that has their solution. And that to me is like, I'm like, ah, that's just, you know, it's so exciting. So that's to me, like, that's what connection is. That's how I have become, I, I feel good at connection is really, I'm a really good listener and I'm a really good observer. Um, and so, because when, you're the one just doing all the talking and throwing, you know, all the things at the wall at the person. You're not hearing what it is and you don't really form that connection. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. So I, I think listening and observing. Yeah. 
Well, and I can hands down, you know, validate that that is truly innate with you because the first interaction that we had was you out reached out to me. And I will tell you as a business owner, especially in the marketing space, I get cold emails all the time, people reaching out and I can quickly in a, in a moment's glance, scan this and know if it was copy pasted or not. And what was so unique and captivating with what you sent me was you truly had been observing me. It was clear as day, right? The opportunity to come and speak to your members. Um, you had given me four titles for the presentation I could potentially give to your members. And all four of them, there's no way you would have came up with them had you not truly been in my world observing me. Yep. Right. And then the listening piece, not only, not that I'm sitting here putting out into the world, hey, I, I want to connect with more people. Hey, I want more business. Hey, I want to think, talk to no, more entrepreneurs. I'm not out there doing that. But I think you innately just know, right? Like people in this world want to make connections with others who can connect them, right? So that's yeah. that like observing and listening all in one. So absolutely, like you do such a great job at that. Um, I think I told you this, and I, I want the listeners to hear this, that I copy pasted the email you sent me and I sent it to my sales team. And I said, this is the bar. This is the bar. We don't send anything out that doesn't meet this bar because this is so personal, authentic, connected, observant. It's, it's all the things that really makes a genuine outreach genuine. So I just, I have to applaud you and validate. Thank that, you. That is well, and I too want to give credit where credit is due because let me tell you, even though I always considered myself a, a very good listener, um, pitching, like doing things like that, like, hey, I need you to, I want to pitch you to come collaborate with me. That was a new skill, right? Mm -hmm. I, that's not something I just naturally had. But I found someone and became a part of her membership where that's what she teaches others how to do. Um, so Allison Carter, is her name she's here local uh she's up and out of issaquah and uh her company's called allison carter celebrates and she has a membership called the pitch club mm. and i joined it and i just absorbed everything like a sponge because that's that's not a skill that i had yes i was just naturally a, a good listener that was just always something i've done but how to write something to express that to somebody was new to me and she she taught me everything that I have showed to you in that email. Like, yeah, yeah so I definitely want, cause it's like, I always say, I know what I know and I know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. And pitching people, whether for podcasts, a collaboration to come speak at my event, anything like that, that was new to me. I didn't know how to um, do that with people, have those types of conversations. And so I had to go learn how to do that. And Allison is the best teacher out there. Yeah, I know that this wasn't necessarily on our agenda, but you know, people who are listening and are in this world are likely going to be pitching in some way. So I yes. think I want to deviate really quickly and take a second to just break down a couple of the things. I don't have it in front of me, but just a couple of things that I remember. You know, the one of the first things that you shared with me, you connected with me on a personal level because we're both curly girls. Yes. <laughs> right. I think you literally said I'm a little biased because we're both brunette curly girls, like literally down to that very specific connection detail. Um, when I was in the one of the social hours uh, for the Pacific Northwest women's group or excuse me, network, uh, the social hour, I was chatting with a new connection 
And I was using an example of how you can connect, right? If you don't have the same hair, right? How else mm -hmm. can you connect? And I jokingly said, you know, if you're a dog person who loves to bake, I think that was my silly example. And she, her eyes got so big. This woman I was talking to, her eyes got so big. Um, oh no, I said, if you're a dog person and you love plants, I think that was what I said. Her eyes got so big and she goes, hold on, hold on. You, this is worth it. Hold on. And she pulled up her phone, went to her Instagram and then showed me her bio. And it literally said, I'm a dog person and I love plants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it was just a silly example. But even though it was an example, that that connection of instantly like, you know, I'm a dog, you know, and it, she doesn't even know if I was a dog. I am a dog person and a yeah, plant yeah. person, but we hadn't even connected there. But just this like idea of like, if you're a dog person and you're talking to another dog person, you naturally are going to come together connected more. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't mean like my whole world is curly girls, but yeah. You know, it's a yeah, yeah. really great way it's to instant. Learn. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, I love that. And can you, Allison Carter? Yes, Allison Carter celebrates. That's her Instagram handle. Okay. Um, and yeah, she's out of Issaquah. Um, okay. but yeah, she has a large following. She's been around. Um, she teaches people how to pitch themselves to podcasts, to media, to get featured, you know, on mm -hmm. magazines and all that. Um, so yeah, she has a membership program that you can join and each month um, we get together, we have hot seat calls and, and all of that. And right. she just has a great program and templates that help really guide you through like, you know, what are you trying to pitch? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, so yeah. definitely check that out if you're looking for those yeah. support. Um, okay. So we've talked about really what community building is, what a successful community kind of can look like, and then how important it is to connect and what you know, connecting looks like. And then uh, I kind of talked about how in the marketing world and especially in social, right? We've got this become an influencer, have an affiliate, co-market, right? Mm -hmm. This idea, uh, what all that really is, is partnering. Um, mm -hmm. How have you used partnership to strengthen the community that you've built? And what does that look like today for PNW Women's Network? Well, I'll say, you know, when I first started reaching out to others, um, you know, just for sponsorships, I'll say for the first live that we had in January, 2023, of course, my easy low hanging fruit partners were those that I was already good friends with, right? I identified with them. We already had that relationship, but then I had to start reaching out to others that I didn't have that personal relationship with. And so I started looking at brands and companies that I myself was like, I would, I would go buy something from them. That's a service that I would use. Um, you know, I love how their aesthetic looks and, and I, you know, I'm reading what they're, what they're about, right. I would go and read their about pages. I would, I mean, the, the amount of hours that showed on my phone, like of the research, like it's, I was just like, wow, that's, that's not healthy, but I was on my <laughs> phone a lot, you know, doing research about these companies. Because if I was going to partner with them, I had to make sure they were the right fit. So this year, as I began planning um, live 2024, I actually wrote a partner vision. And so as I was reaching out to these companies, um, I made sure that that vision statement, that partner vision statement was as each of my emails. And I'll read it to you is that 
My goal is to create true partnerships with women in business that align with my mission and values and to use my platform to highlight epic businesses making their own unique mark in our cities and state. We help you understand the value of positioning yourself as an industry leader with the next wave of entrepreneurship as statistics around women-owned businesses successfully entering the marketplace are higher than ever. In fact, Washington State is the third highest state with women-owned businesses. We support the development of long-lasting relationships with members of this network community and help you get to know female entrepreneurs as key players in the business space to create mutually beneficial relationships. So, yeah, so when I'm looking to partner with you, it, it has to check several boxes. Um, but the main thing at the end of the day is what I do business with you. Yeah. You know, like when I walk into your shop, what I look at your website and say, I want to buy from this person. They're selling a service or product that I need. And I feel that what they're about page, what their story that they're telling is something that I connect with. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you had shared, and I think this is, will resonate, will resonate really well with listeners is, you know, you went for the low hanging easy fruit first, right? Mm -hmm. It's the mm -hmm. comfort zone. We know mm -hmm. that our friends and families and like, yeah, they're not going to tell me no. <laughs> yeah. Either they're not going to tell me no, or they're going to let me down easy if they do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, how, how, what was the like experience like when you branched beyond that group? Right. Walk me through it. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. But um, I just really went boots to the ground. And by that, I mean, when I got out of my little small circle of those that I immediately knew, like, oh, this is my best friend of 20 years. She's not going to tell me no. She'll support me in this. Um, I said, well, how do I make this connection with complete strangers? And so I ordered these, like, cards, right, that were cute. And I came up with a, you know, a message and, you know, it wasn't copy and pasted, but there was a lot of the same things, but I also, you know, specifically tailor it to that business. But I hand wrote a card of why I liked their business and why I felt they needed to be a part of live 2023. And then I would go buy a big bouquet of flowers because who doesn't love to receive flowers? And I went and personally hand delivered 50 cards and flowers to women business owners across the South Sound. I went to Puyallup, I went to Gig Harbor, I went to Tacoma, I went to Olympia, um, and I just hand delivered these businesses. Sometimes it was as simple as I was driving around and I saw a store and I was like, oh, that store looks really cute or that salon looks really cute. And then I would go research them and if I felt that that business aligned with me, then I went back and took them a card and flowers. Yeah. That is, I never knew that. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I want to touch on and we're deviating a little bit, but yeah. I want to just touch on some super powerful things that we can pull away from that. Um, first and foremost, you know, you have, you are a very geographically present entity, right? Mm -hmm. We know that, you know, we're Puget Sound and surrounding probably yeah. a pretty broad surrounding yeah. um and so you had you you knew where that those people are and you had the i guess what's the word i want to use 
wherewithal. Yeah. The privilege, the ability yeah. to yeah. simply drive around, right? Yeah. A, lot, a lot of our world now is um, very national reach, right? So everyone's mm -hmm. on this online space. And so, but whether you are a very national focused business or a very local business, the power of getting out into that area mm -hmm. is so incredible. And the fact that you just did that speaks volumes. But then the other key thing and in, in this world right now, what I've been sharing with people is in this world of AI automation, we have never, we are never going to be more stand out. We're never going to stand out as much as we will now when we bring in that human element, yeah. that actual human to human connection. Yeah. Um, and so you knew that right off the bat. Mm -hmm. How did, how did you come up with that? Well, I mean, you know, we just came through the pandemic and obviously everything, everyone had been inside, everything was switched to online. And I knew I just wanted to be around people. And I just have always been a people person, very social. Um, I mean, I like to brag my senior year of high school, I was voted most gifted gabber, you know, <laughs> so like I've been a very, you know, social person from a young age, you know, just like to talk. And there was just in me, I just knew like if I was cold messaging these strangers, sending them an email or DM, that wasn't going to get me what I needed. And, and I'll say out of the, all those, you know, hand deliveries of cards and, you know, not everyone responded, you right. know, um, and that's okay. It really stretched me in the end of doing something so outside my comfort zone. Um, yes, I'm a social person, but driving up to strangers and be like, hi, we've never met. Can I give you a card and flowers? Thank you. Um, you know, that's uncomfortable. And, and I, it was really good, a really good learning lesson for me to get uncomfortable mm. and see those kind of weird faces sometimes and look back at me and know like, that's okay. They just don't know how to receive this. And, you know, and my delivery of it could be a little weird. Oh my gosh. I remember I delivered this one card and flowers to um, someone here where I live in my town, Gig Harbor, never met them. And I, it was one of my first deliveries and I walked in and they were actually kind of having a team meeting. And so I got all flustered and I literally just like, I was like, Oh, hi. Yeah. I just wanted to say hello and um, invite you to this thing. Okay. I gotta go. And I like ran and like, it was like a drop and drive. Like I just like dodged out of there and I was like, well, they're not going to come. Like, you know, I just like told myself that I was like, okay. But you know, it was just, it was practice. It was getting outside my comfort zone. How did I come up with it? I honestly don't recall other than I just knew I had to do something really different and I couldn't do it the easy way because that wasn't going to get me the result I wanted. So I was like, well, what's the hardest, most uncomfortable way? And I think getting out in person to complete strangers and doing something like that. And I, my love language is gift giving. So mm -hmm. I really felt like that resonated. That felt authentic to me to be giving them a card and flowers because that was the the most, you know, made most sense gift to give a complete stranger, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. I think if we backwards engineer what you did to see how innate, like you did this innately, but if we're trying to backwards engineer it so that listeners can kind of apply some of these things, what I see is your intention from the get-go that we talked about on, you know, what is a community 
right? Yeah. Why are we even building this? You had shared that it was, you know, I, I we need this here. Mm -hmm. We need to get together in person. Yes. I want to make connections. Um, and I, I want to bring it here locally. Yeah. My, my neighborhood. Yeah. And so this in-person element, if, if I want in person, if I want people to show up for me in a room, I got to show up first. I got to show up first. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. And if I want them to feel special and, and that they're worth being connected to and connecting to others and what they're doing should be seen and heard, I need to see and hear them first. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and I know that that all came very innate to you, but if we're, like I said, backwards engineering it, if you're listening to this and you have a goal in mind, that intention needs to mirror your action on how you're connecting with your community and building those partnerships. Do you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. Like if I was going to ask them to show up to something, I had to show up first. Mm -hmm. I had to do it first. Yeah. So yeah, 100% agree. And I know I'm putting you on the spot because we're going through these points like rather quick. So yeah. and, I, and my brain could keep going. I have so many, like you're, you're fascinating to me. I just am so impressed and inspired by you. So um, that was 2023 or that was for the 2023 live event. So that yes. was actually in 2022. Cause guys, if you're not aware, um, the live events are in January. So yes. even though it's a January, 2024 event coming up, all of the prep you've been doing, all the connections and everything is actually being done in 2023. Yeah. So you're in 2022 prepping for the live of 2023. Yes. And you do this really intentional, uh, high touch in person, uh, connection. Yes. And I want to applaud your transition to being able to continue to have that feeling, because I didn't feel any less connected than those people probably felt, but you transitioned being like, I, I've got to scale this. Yeah. I don't even actually know what your intentions are. I'm just thinking where I would be. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't go to Enumclaw to be delivering flowers. But so you evolved, you innovated, but you brought in what worked the first time. Mm -hmm. Did you, once again, was that really intense or was that really innate? Did you walk through that? Was it Allison really helping you with that? Tell me how you, you evolved. So, there. yeah, like you said, I knew like, I can't be driving around all these cities. Like, you know, my husband already says I drive too much. Like, you know, like the miles on my car is ridiculous. Um, so, you know, and it was taking time away from me just being home, like, you know, driving and doing all those things. But that's that was the re work that was required in the beginning. But as I as after I had live 23 and then I was looking at to what's what's my roadmap runway going to look like leading up to the next. Yeah, it was how do I need to scale this differently? And I can't be driving around and writing cards to everyone. And email was going to be my, you know, obviously, or DMs was going to be my next you know, step that made the most sense to get that greater reach. And so um, Allison had, I had met her prior um, to the live 2023. In fact, when I was doing these social hours, because um, I created them in 2022 to educate and tell people why they should come to my conference, right? That was when these all started because I was like, nobody knows me and what this event is about. So I need to host parties essentially to 
um, let them know, you know, hey, I'm fun. <laughs> and here's what I'm creating for you. Um, and this is why you should come, right? I knew we needed to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations and I couldn't get out to everyone personally, right? So I started having these social hours. And again, I did them in different cities. Um, everyone, if you've ever talked to me for a minute or two, I always jokingly say it's my own personal Taylor Swift tour, right? But like I did, I went to <laughs> I went to Kirkland, I went to Seattle, I went to Ballard, I went to Gig Harbor, Puyallup. I had social hours. I did like six or seven of them. Um, and each time, and they were not hugely sold out like some of the social hours you've been to. You know, it was like smaller groups. Sometimes it was like three or four. Sometimes I think maybe the most I ever had was like 10 at one right to come and learn but allison came we'd you know i'd followed her probably on social media she followed back right and allison came to my social hour that i had at kirkland and she bought a ticket to come to live 2023 so when i you know was doing my planning and like how am i going to do this and i knew what allison offered with her membership I, it was just a no-brainer to me. I'm like, well, I need to sign up for this. I know Allison knows what she's doing, and she can teach me how to pitch myself to these businesses to partner with me because I don't know how to do that. Um, so that's that's kind of how that relationship came about. I it's I'm getting goosebumps because um, today, well, as of this recording, right? I just had my fifth birthday, and yeah. what I'm hearing that you did, and what I'm looking to is, you know, we knew we need to grow in order to help others grow. Yes. Right. And, and so my gift for my fifth birthday is, is starting with a coach and it, it's, you know, going to be a new thing for me. It's going to be a push for me. Um, and so hearing, hearing you is it's inspired. Like I said, it's inspiring. And it's giving me goosebumps because it's yes. so in alignment with literally like the deadline to sign up for her program is tonight at midnight. Yes. And I've known I've wanted to do this for like two weeks, but I'm one of those persons who just, I don't know. I need to marinate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm a processor. And like, even though like, I'm like, I know the money's there. I mean, I can do this, but like to actually hit execute and do it. You're like, Oh shit, I'm committed. Yes. I am in like, yeah. not only have I paid, it's not even that the money is the most painful part. It's just clicking that and making that commitment. Like, yeah, exactly. The commitment. I haven't even, um, you know, like I said, I haven't even pulled the trigger and hit that button yet, yeah. but I've already blocked off the next, like the next <laughs> yeah. six weeks of time yeah. that I need to A, show up for the program and B, right. the pre-work and all the work I need to do mm -hmm. to actually implement the program. I've already blocked it off my calendar. Yeah. Uh, this, the poor coach doesn't even know I'm joining. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm joining. Yes. So I, I think what is really powerful to take away from that is that we also need to be pushing ourselves to mm -hmm. grow as well. Yep. And, and I, you know, to make sure that I, right, I, I kind of say with live 2023, it was a success. It was, and I'm not going dis, to dismiss that. But at the same time, I did not know what the F I was doing. It just happened to all come together, right? Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, but with live 2024, I knew like, I, I want, I want to take it up a notch. What does that look like? And I know that I need, would like this to be a little bit more streamlined and because um, this is a business now. Mm -hmm. And so I did, I hired on um, a business coach, Kelsey, um, Kelsey now Larson. She just got married last weekend, yes. formerly Nitsen. And, um, but I have hired her and she's helping coach me through um, because that's what she does. She's a CEO coach and all that. And um, 
I was just like, I, I know that I need that to get to that next level and deliver what I want to deliver. And yeah. so, yeah. And Kelsey is going to be a speaker at Live 24. That's correct. She was yeah. last year. She was our MC. Have you heard the story how Kelsey and I even met? It's really crazy. I yeah. want to hear it again. Yeah. So we, um, you know, when I decided to create this network um, and I created the Instagram page, um, I just found her. Right. She just kind of popped up in your for you feed or whatever. And so I um, found her. I'm sorry. I'm really distracted with my golden doodle right now. <laughs> is, he, is he still at your feet? Yes. <laughs> so um, and uh, so I found her and then I was going to that conference. And mm -hmm. as I'm on social media that day, literally at the airport, I see her post that she's going to the conference. Like we had no idea. And we all we were doing was just following each other on social media. Hadn't really yeah. talked. So I literally pull up to the hotel in Arizona. I'm getting out of my Uber. There's a Uber in front of me and the person gets out. She gets out of the Uber in front of me. And I'm like, Kelsey? And she like turns around and I'm like, uh, it's Mandy with Pacific Northwest. And she's like, oh my gosh. So we <laughs> literally like connected in the lobby. We went and met at the pool side, you know, after we got checked in. And we sat there and chatted. And this was when I was just had the inkling, like I'm gonna be doing an event, right? But I don't know what it really looks like. And I left that pool after chatting with Kelsey and I was like, I don't know how, but you you need to be a part of it. Like, you know, I will figure it out where you fit in. And so after coming back home and meeting and all of that, um, Kelsey was the MC for Live 2023 and she did an amazing job. Um, in fact, you know, this year I'm really going to be the host MC and I'm like, I have big shoes to fill, <laughs> you know, um, because she did such a great job last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that whole connection. That's so amazing. Uh, yes. serendipitous, like I I'm a huge believer in the universe aligning, mm -hmm. you know, just the way that it's supposed to, it's the key thing to that is really having the, the willingness and openness to look for it and to yeah. see it. You could have been like, oh yeah, I follow her. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Right. But instead you're like, wait a minute, this is a connection undeniable. I'm going to mm -hmm. capitalize off of it. Yes. Uh, I think that's a really great skill that people can glean from this episode too, is just look for those connections. Yeah. And, and Being don't open to saying yes. It's kind of what my motto was for 20. 22. I yeah. was like, I just need to say yes to these things. Cause I don't, right. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I was like, well, I just need to be saying yes more so I can figure out what it is that is. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, seeing Kelsey introducing myself was just me saying yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. So I do want to talk about, cause you had said, you know, the first six, the first live was a success, even though you didn't know what the F you were doing, <laughs> yeah. your words, I'm sure you knew way more than you think, but it came together right, probably rapidly. Mm -hmm. um, and it Fire was a success. Yeah. yeah, it was a success and it, it did sell out. Mm -hmm. uh, and we anticipate that this year will sell out. I think we are confident it will sell out. Mm -hmm. um, and so listeners who have tried to do anything at any magnitude, whether it's you know a five person free webinar or a 50 person luncheon or a 500 person conference, uh, the goal is always to get as many in the room. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not always met. So I, I want to touch on what you've learned, what you've considered to be uh, successes, what you've considered to be opportunities for growth in this journey of filling up the room and what 
tips could you give the listeners on how to do it? Well, man, there's a lot there. I'll see if I can cover it all. You know, one was when I started live 2023, I didn't have an exact number in mind of like what will sell out mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted as many people in the room as possible, obviously not for, you know, uh, monetary profit, but just like, I'm like, this is so needed. I want people, I know that my friends and the women that are here and my community need this type of room, this type of conference. Um, so I think the success to that first one, cause right, obviously those, those social hours that I was hosting in the beginning, those, those by no means were considered sellout. I had no, you know, number. I was just like, right. I'm just so happy that two people want to come and learn more, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the event itself, I think the success for that was one, I really made sure to educate like what those speakers were going to be offering. Um, on their topic, what what they were an expert in and what they were going to be sharing and why knowing that information could benefit the attendee personally or professionally. So I really tried to do a good job in my conversations, educating people on that, but also in my social media and website information. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent a lot of time just making clarity. Sure, clarity. Yeah. 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 People knew what they were getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously after live 2023, I, I sent out a survey to the attendees and, um, those responses were really helpful in me, you know, learning what could I do better? Where mm-hmm. did I fall short? You know, and then taking that and moving forward. Um, now we're in 2023 and I've been hosting a social hour every month, sometimes two. And a majority of those could be considered sellouts, right? I never put like a cap or a number on how many people can attend those, but obviously each, um, you know, venue host, you know, is only so much size and um, the rooms are always full. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And so um, I consider those sellouts. And I think those have been so successful because one, I find a spot that again, I have partnered with the right person. So whether it's a boutique owner that is hosting the social hour, not only do I have the benefit of using their space um, and promoting their store, my attendees get to come and shop and benefit that boutique owner. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and I think what's really nice is as female entrepreneurs and, and women in business, you know, we have so much like demand and this and that on us. My social hours, I think, are really received as an opportunity just to relax. Mm-hmm. They come in. There's no agenda. They're not sitting there listening to a speech and having to observe, absorb and, and learn more. They're just getting to come in and be themselves. Mm-hmm. right? And I always try to let everyone know you can come in and you can talk about your business. Or you can talk about your dog and your plants or like whatever, you know, crazy thing or your kids, you know, Um, there's no set thing of what you have to talk about here. Um, And so I think that um, really just having that door open for um, letting people come in and be whatever they need to be at that event is really um, been its own success and welcoming thing. 
And as far as leading up, I've hosted workshops this year and, and those two have sold out. And I think, again, it's because I really educated them on the value of what mm -hmm. was being presented and how it was going to help them um, and their business. And um, I think it was just, again, I did that listening piece of listening because I did a survey. If mm -hmm. I did workshops, what do you need? What do you yeah. want to learn more on? And then I just created that. Mm -hmm. um, and now leading up to live 2024, I, I, I say this as humbly as possible um, and also with a lot of excitement and I'm proud, but tickets have just barely been on sale a month. They went on sale September 1st and we have sold almost a hundred tickets. And there is a capacity on this. My goal is 250. And I don't have any doubt that it's going to sell out because of the value in my proven track record with my social hours and workshops. And last year, people know what they're getting. And so they don't have a problem buying that ticket. They're ready to be in that room. And I think that that's the reason for that success, um, as well as, you know, I do things like kind of like mini launches. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really being strategic about the information that I provide to the attendees or those that are thinking about it so that it's constantly feels new and refreshed and like, oh, I hadn't heard that part before, you know? So it's kind of like mini, mini launches leading up to it, so. I think it's super smart that you do that because what I see often happen is someone will put something out in, out in the universe, um, you know, buy my new offer, right? Offer right. ABC. They'll put this post out, offer ABC, be all excited, and then they'll wonder why it's not performing, right. um, but they never speak about it again. Uh -huh. They, they kind of just think, oh, no one must want it because I put it out there and it's not performing. Yeah. But instead, you recognizing that we need these mini launches. I need to launch it again and then again and again and build on top of that over and over and over again um, is a huge miss I see all the time. And I'm guilty of it myself as well. Um, so I'm, that's a great, great tip for listeners yeah. to take yeah. away. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. And then the other thing that I'm hearing loud and clear is clarity. Yeah. Again, I've seen over and over again, and I still have people asking me what a, what the live event is, mm -hmm. but I've seen over and over again, you know, ask me some questions, you know, yeah. what is it? Who can come? When is it? What can I expect? What do I wear? Can I bring yes. a friend? All of these things. People have these questions and they're here in our own head, right? Because we, we build it, but we forget that people don't know what we know. Mm -hmm. We yep. have to provide that clarity. And um, not only do you do a really great job of being clear and providing clarity, you also ask and observe right, through listening and obser observation, you actually ask for that feedback and, yeah. and make shifts. And I think that's a really huge lesson people can learn as well. Yeah. So um, I feel like you can, we can all do like a really great job, right, of having all the information on our website mm -hmm. and, um, you know, answering those questions. But let's be honest, people aren't going to come read your website, right? There's a very small percentage that are actually getting on there and reading all the information you've put. Um, you know, I like to think when I look at my analytics that the people probably really reading it are those people that are on my website for some reason at like two and three in the morning, right? You know, I'm like, they can't sleep. Oh, they're going to read my, my website texts and that's going to put them to sleep, you know? <laughs> but so I try to do a really good job then in the captions of my posts and all of that so that 
um, it's short and concise and answer that because people are more likely to read your social media, you know, caption mm -hmm. um, or the real information and then stories, right? Mm -hmm. My engagement on my stories is the highest place. And so I know that if I can just put drip little parts of the information in my Instagram stories, I'm going to answer those questions that I know are already out there, whether it's if they go look at the ticket store and all that, but I have to give it to them in the way that they're going to receive it the best. And so if I have to put it in 10 different places, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Yes. You are adapting to your audience. Yes, exactly. You're meeting them where they are. Yes. It's, it's so it's so aligned with, you know, I know what I need. So I'm going to cr create it. I know where they're at. I'm going to go there. Right. Yep. There's so much intention there. I um, want to make sure that we get a chance to talk about this upcoming live 2024. I know we kind of touched on some successful ways that you can apply these tips and tricks to your own. You know, guys, remember when you're talking events, what I love about you is you're so humble, but when you set out a social hour and two or three people come and some people look at that and think this wasn't a success or it wasn't a sellout, but there are so many people, myself included, who have put energy and effort and a web page and promotional guides and showed up for a free workshop online or what have you, or even something in person and no one shows up. Right. Right. Um, sometimes I've showed up for an event that I hoped 15 of the registrants would show up. No one did. I still recorded it and acted like people were there. Yes. yes. You know, and yes. so defining what sell out or success looks like for each of your events and programs and having kind of some um, predetermined, like if, if two people show up, this is this is what I'll learn from it. If 20 people show up, this is yep. what I'll learn from it. Yep. I think that there's a lot of power in that. Yes, for sure. And, you know, I'll even say like, um, you know, my membership Zooms, part of the, the Zoom, you know, option is like, hey, you know, this is when we're doing this. But I know many people work or they have, you know, some sort of obligation. And and so I record it. But there's, you know, I've had a couple of Zooms where like no one was able to make it. But we went ahead and recorded it. And I know my members are going to catch it on the replay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just what you do. You still continue to put the content out there because they need it. And and they will come back and, you know, get it. And, um, you know, even every time, like, I have my social hours or some other event. I'm like, what if nobody comes? <laughs> like I still say that, you know, and I'm like, and they do, they, they do come, but I like, you know, get nervous about like, you know, I still get that excitement and worry, but I'm like, Nope, I'm doing the work I'm showing up and I know someone else will show up too. So yeah, yeah. but it's just getting as much info out there for them. Um, so that they, they can't make the excuse. Like they're like, no, I need to be there. Yeah. And I think as you continually do that for people and you get that proven track record of having the value, um, less and less people don't show up, you know, like they show up because they know they're going to get the value of what they need out of it. Yeah. So yes. let's talk about in our la in our kind of wrap up. Let's talk about live 2024. What can yes. we expect? How do we get more info? Tell us all the deets. Right. Well, if you are needing to go to sleep and you want to read everything, go to the website. <laughs> no, it's actually I have, 
it's really well written, um, but you can get all the information on the website. You can see the agenda, um, the date, the time. Um, you can read the bio on every speaker, which is really detailed about what are they going to be talking about and why do they even have the authority to talk about it, right? Um, I really made sure that information is out there, um, as well as then when you go to the, the store and you look at the tickets, I really tried to put as much information on there on why, you know, do you want a VIP ticket? What is the value in that VIP ticket? You know, and then why, you know, a general admission ticket, like, you know, Hey, um, VIP is not in my budget, but I really want to be a part of this. Is this the right, am I still, what kind of value am I going to get with this ticket? So the website is definitely the plethora of information, but what are people going to get with live 2024? Um, so much. I really heard what people needed last year. And so I made sure like, yes, there are some speakers that are the same, like Dr. Jennifer Blossom. We had her last year and she was really a crowd favorite. Uh, she's a mental edge coach. Mm -hmm. And so I knew she, she needed to be a part of it again. She's a part of this community. People know her and recognize her. Um, and then Kelsey, you know, we have upgraded her to a keynote speaker because I know the value and she needs that time on stage to deliver that. Um, she's really going to be talking to people about that CEO mindset and how to work on your business versus in your business. And what does that mean? What does that time management look like? We have you coming to talk. I love this about, you know, that does that, does this serve me? when it comes to your brand and really identifying that, you know, I love to, you know, how you've talked about like your personal brand versus your business brand and, you know, how does that umbrella work and look like? Um, and then lastly, we have Ruthie Taylor that's going to be coming and speaking. She's a, um, gosh, she's a trainer. She's a real estate broker, but she has really found a way to use social media to leverage um, you know, client leads and all of that and building her brand. Mm -hmm. um, and she has a really clear, easy concept on how to teach this to anyone at any level um, and across any industry. Um, you it's not just for real estate agents. She's going to be speaking like this applies to whether you have a brick and mortar shop or you're an online only business. Like how do you really generate that client lead? And so these are the topics that I've heard repeatedly people tell me, oh gosh, I wish I knew a little bit more about this. And I know each and every single one of these speakers um, is going to be delivering um, very much like here are the steps that you need to take. Here are the questions that you need to ask yourself to get to that next level in your business. Um, and so that's that's what I'm bringing to the stage, plus a couple of other surprises. But, you know, I, so I want to save those. But so there's sure. some really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also, I, you know, I, I wasn't at 2023. So, um, but I also know just from the way that you run everything that you do, there's also, in addition to speakers, there's going to be so much connection. Yes. Yeah. I just want to say like, this is not a boring conference. This is not a stuffy conference by any means. Um, I'm going to have Day and Trey. They are sisters. They're going to be our movement and experience facilitators. We're going to be up. We're going to be moving our bodies, not just because it's like, we're just going to have fun dancing. Actually, it's scientifically proven that, that if you are moving in your body, you're going to learn and absorb more. And there's just um, 
you know, a freedom in embracing that movement and all of that. And so they're really there to educate us about incorporating movement into our daily life um, to be better, you know, humans, yeah. business owners, all of the things. Uh, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. And then, um, you know, yeah, we're going to have like the coffee hour. Voyager Espresso is going to come back and be serving everyone their favorite latte in the morning and have that time to really connect. The marketplace, I'm really excited. This is new for 2024. Uh, we're going to have seven, eight vendors in the marketplace when you come and check in and you can do some shopping, support these, um, you know, local owned businesses that are there um, and really interact with these um, business owners and the attendees. Um, the VIP catered lunch is another time for networking as well as the general admission you can eat on site there's two restaurants there's farm 12 and there's fika the cafe and again you guys the general admission can be networking in those places as well um, and then at the end for the vip guests is, is the social hour to really you know connect with each other and talk some more and in general admission although they're dismissed after the event the marketplace is still open and so they can go and continue to talk to the owners in there and with each other if they like so lots of opportunity to connect and it's not going to just be sitting in your chair all day um you'll leave actually way more energized than when you came in for the day i love it i yeah. absolutely i'm so excited for it. i'm so honored to be a part of it um if you're listening to this recording and you want to be a part of it um obviously check the show notes so you can get access to the website that will not put you to sleep uh, <laughs> i guess if you're reading at 2 a.m if you're reading anything at 2 a.m you're probably gonna fall i'm always amazed by the analytics i'm like who's up i'm in like in a dead sleep i'm like with so many and, then, and it's not like weird people from india like it's it's you know it's people from Auburn, Puyallup, and I'm like, they're looking at my website between the hours of like 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So well, that's not surprising to me at all. Um, as a, you know, like I said, celebrating our fifth year, but year one, two, three, and I kind of have to admit, even now, I'm burning the midnight oil at times. Yeah. And in those yeah. early years, I absolutely was. So when I was looking, how do I get out of this rat race? Yes. How do I get into a CEO mindset? Why don't people understand my brand? Right. What do when I I start looking? And so that 2 a.m., 3 a.m. viewer doesn't yeah. shock me because yeah. you absolutely are attracting that person who needs to get beyond that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I think it's beautiful. I'm so excited. It's beautiful what you're doing. Um, we could just kind of keep going on and on about that. <laughs> but make sure in the show notes, or sorry guys, check the show notes because I'll make sure we have that link. I will say. If you are looking at that and you are interested in the general admission ticket, maybe you're even interested in that VIP ticket, but for whatever reason you're you're pausing, I'm going to have something up my sleeve to maybe get you in the room, maybe get you into that VIP room if you didn't think that's where you should be. I'm going to make sure that there's some opportunity for, for listeners to uh, possibly win a VIP ticket and maybe more. So teasing that a bit. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. These I loved this dialogue. This was so great. And it just helps me, you know, get better about talking about these really important things. Um, so I appreciate getting asked these really good questions. Oh, well, thank you again. Uh, I really appreciate it. I can't wait for this to air. And uh, yeah, until next time, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, 
please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information. 